All right, so it is recording. Um, let's just. <laughs> this is our premiere. Our yeah, um, I think this episode? is a premiere episode of as yet to be titled um, podcast about the movie, the movie franchise Center Stage. Yes, the uh, three part Center Stage. <laughs> Franchise. I'm I'm Becky Feldman. And I'm Diana Wright. Um so we okay, good. We got first two first two things. We got our names, we got what this podcast is. So we're we're nailing it. Guys, if you love ballet, if you love the drama that is ballet, this is the place for you. (laughs) If you love ballet and if you love TV and films based on ballet, if those TV and films revolve around the three movies in the center stage franchise. You're you're home. You if, are home. If Center Stage really like spoke you out to other uh, dance forms, then yes, this is the right place for you. You are in the right place. Um, okay, so before I forget, possible titles for this podcast. Okay. Yes. Candy in my heels. <laughs> Love it. Okay, that's all I had. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still a fan of uh, um, Bad Feet as well. Oh, Bad Feet. I yeah. love Bad Feet. Let's do that. Bad Turnout, Bad Feet. Bad Turnout. Bad Turnout's great. Bad turn. It should be Bad Turnout. Yeah, it's like, I love it. I would say that like 90% of uh, dance movies are about a woman with bad turnout. Who? It's Who has good turnout? <laughs> Nobody, apparently. No one does. It's all about someone who has bad turnout, but when when they dance, you can't take can't your dance. eyes off of them. I know. Yeah. That world you want to be in. The world we want to be in. Okay. So, okay. Backstory. You and I both realized we love Center Stage. Um, did you do ballet when you were younger? I did ballet when I was younger, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to dance in ballet. I did it to a point um, w- once I realized that, like, oh, I was going to be too tall and too fat to ever mm-hmm. pursue this as a career. Um, I switched to like more like jazz and tap dancing. I was always like a big fan of Broadway dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love everything ballet. Like yeah. I love the outfits. I love the drama. I love just that, you know, the world it surrounds. Oh yeah. It's and just this grace. It's the world of grace. It's the world of grace. Yeah. You're absolutely it's right. It's pure beauty with bodies. I was the same way. I did ballet up until I was 14 and then reached a point where I was too fat. Yeah. Um, and then stopped doing ballet. I was just Um, talking to someone who was doing ballet in Japan. Um, and she, every day they, every class they weighed all the, and she was a six year old. Jesus. So they would weigh all the six year olds. And at one point they like pulled her out of class being like, you're, you're too big. You're not going to make it. Oh, that's devastating. Yeah, no, it's a really, it's a really yeah. fucked up art form. It's a fucked up art form that we both love so much. Oh my god, it's so great. It's so oh, good. Oh, guys, we um, just watched Center Stage, and I'm just filled with filled with thoughts. Okay, Ugh. so okay, when did you see Center Stage for the first time? I feel like I might have seen it pretty close to when it aired. I mean, oh, it was a same. T- 2000 movie. I mm-hmm. probably watched it. I don't think I watched it in theaters. Okay, um, but probably. I probably got a DVD at Hollywood Video mm-hmm. and just watched that. Definitely owned it. Have seen it 
more times than I've seen any other movie. Me too. Me too. Um, yeah. Have convinced a lot of other people to watch it. Okay. For, with various success. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, that's, that's, our, that's the lives we lead. <laughs> did you see it in theaters? I did see it in theaters. I saw it in theaters. Um, I did drama club in ninth grade. And um, for some reason, our, our our teachers got, like, these flyers for, like, free tickets to see Center Stage. Because I imagine they were trying to, like, just get people to come. Because I'm sure, like, there was, like, a diehard that was opening mm-hmm. that weekend. Like, we got to get people to come. So she gives us these, you know, flyers. And um, my best friend Lisa at the time and my mom, we went to the movie theater. And we're like, we have these flyers. And the manager was this huge dick. And it's like, we don't know what you're talking about. Like, these aren't free. We got into, like, this, like, huge thing. But eventually we got into for, got in for free because there was, like, this whole thing with, like, the, I don't know. But anyway, that's At a certain point, the manager was like, oh, wait, this isn't an issue. Yeah. <laughs> There's they, plenty of space. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, honestly, we went and we were the only ones in the theater. <laughs> Of course. Of course we were. They were like, wait a minute, maybe if we d- aren't such dicks, they'll buy popcorn. Exactly, which is what we did. Like, there was no financial loss on their end by, like, a mom and two ninth graders <laughs> seeing a ballet movie. Um, yeah. I I feel like this movie really sparked um, an obsession with ballet academies, uh just uh, ballet dancers, just like um, the drama that is in there. Um, yeah. And I, I really, from this movie, have really sparked an interest in all things ballet. Like, if there's something about ballets, I will watch it. Yeah. I don't yeah, go yeah. to ballets, but if it's something was, about ballets. Honestly, I was thinking that, like, as um, we were watching, like, I haven't been to a ballet. Like, just, like, I've, wa- like, I've watched all these shows and, mm-hmm. like, read certain... But, like, I've never been to the ballet in forever i think the last time i've been to the ballet was my sophomore year of high school i spent a year in princeton new jersey this is when i went to the princeton high school or ballet academy um i have like a tote bag from there cool um i remember there was two girls that did it and it was one was named miranda and she was like the daughter of a ballet ballerina and she's like had the type she had like the the body type for it. And she actually like did a year at a ballet company. Mm -hmm. And then there was this girl, Elizabeth, who was a fantastic dancer, but uh, did not have the body type and ended up going to a college and just had a great time. Um, And I, if anything, I felt like she was the Jodie Sawyer of the situation. Right. Yeah. Um, And I remember going to see a ballet of theirs and just like not, loving going to see a ballet however the drama behind ballet loved of course it's so great because it's like seeing the i'm really this is a generalization that everyone knows but like seeing the grit and the pain behind the beauty is what we all yearn for yeah i mean i feel like ballet is the ultimate like uh you know the like duck metaphor of Mm -hmm. like the duck gracefully on top of the water but churning underneath exactly paddling that's that's what being a ballerina is exactly yeah and I feel like it's just constantly just like whenever you're watching something about about ballet about ballerinas it's always about like oh your weight your feet mm-hmm. uh, your toenails you know, falling off your toenails <laughs> falling off you're just losing toes left and right no so gross not injuring yourself I know so many people too that were 
maybe not professional ballerinas, but like got dropped and then their like ballet career ended because they yeah. got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tough world. Yeah, it is tough. But I feel like also because we're both in the comedy world and we're in our own little ecosystem of pain, uh, just to like experience another ecosystem of pain where I'm like, oh, I'm not in this, so I don't have to stress out about this. Yeah. Makes me very excited. Like I get very into it because I'm like, oh, this is hard and challenging and you spend money and you don't get a lot of rewards uh, and, you know, maybe you'll get reached this like pinnacle point, point, but it's like a world that is similar to mine, but separate. Exactly. Yeah. There is something like very like safe about watching it. It's like, yeah. I can't tell like listening to like murder podcasts or something where it's like, I know this, this isn't my life and <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like I'm not getting murdered right now. No. I mean, maybe. I, I mean, mean, I could, I mean, I, you know, I could be the, at any point the next, you could be. next Jody Sawyer or murdered. <sighs> I mean, there's still a part of me that believes that I could become a ballet prodigy oh my god same here or really just get to like prance around in tights for a day yeah like when we were watching it just now I'm like I could get back on my point shoes and just like take like start where I left off you know like when I was 14 <laughs> 20 years later like, oh my like god. I can do some flottes I'm fine I I still have my ballet slippers mm-hmm. um I wear them for like uh it's like bar classes where they're yeah. like oh you have to buy those socks with grippy ends and yes. I show up with ballet slippers and refuse to buy the socks good for you yeah I have I have like ballet slippers that I like used for like a sketch show that goes to show you <laughs> my <laughs> how my life changed um but now I wear them around the house as slippers yeah yeah. Pretty much. And then on a case, I took a ballet class a few years ago, but I stopped going. I feel like I just threw away all my pink tights. Yeah. Like yeah, I, yeah. I condoed my pink tights and I was like, they weren't giving you joy. They're not bringing me joy. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, maybe it'll come back cause everything's turning, coming back, but I feel like the time of wearing pink opaque tights, uh, as a fashion statement is gone. I think so too. Yeah. But it might, like, listen. But I also love, like, the ballet tights that they have, like, holes in them so you, oh, you can yeah. just, like, take your feet out of them for no reason mm-hmm. and then just bunch them around your ankles. That was, like, really popular for a time. Like, there, were, you know how there was, like, weird trends when you're, mm-hmm. like, there were, like, one trend was, like, oh, we're going to put our leotard, leotards on first and then our tights. Oh, and yes. that was, like, the cool girls did that. Mm-hmm. And then there was one where it was, like, over the summer, like, you we were going to, um, like, make capri pants out of your tights and kind of just, like, cut it and then roll it up. Like, that was really popular yes. at the time. Um, I... Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like I would love to just dress all the time in dance fashion. Like those little gauzy skirts that they wear. I love it. Yeah. Um, Leg warmers. I I think I could just like rock a leotard just right now. Oh my God. I think in the, for post future episodes, we should just like wear dance clothes. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that I can't get the ballerina bun. Um, that's so, a rough one, yeah. So I bought a like <laughs> I bought a like a puff that you're supposed to put in your hair yeah. to like bun it out. Mm-hmm. And every time I put it in my hair, it just like is this disaster <laughs> zone where it just like flumps over and it's like the bun's peeking out. Yeah. And this like one moment I tried to do it with a sock. You can do it with a sock. Yeah, and you like will fold it over. Yeah, you yeah. fold it over. Mm-hmm. And like my friend was just like, Why do you have like a white thing in your hair right. and I was like oh that's like my supposed to be like my hidden sock <laughs> 
And so then I bought the like poof to be like, well, maybe if it's like more professional, then yeah. I'll feel more comfortable about mm-hmm. it. And, and no, it didn't work at no, all. So yeah. I had to master that ballet bun. You had to master the ballet bun. Yeah. Step one. I uh, said goodbye to the, but I mean, I cut my hair short. So you cut it can't your hair short. Bunned, yeah. Can't be bunded no more. But mm. um, that's the one, another thing that I've left behind in my ballet career. I do have one of the skirts because you know, one of the wraparound skirts that like you, that ballet dancers would wear. Like we used to get those for my dance recitals and I did keep one that I always thought was so beautiful and it's in my closet. I never wear it. You should wear it right now. But I think I, I I know I should. And I think I like, I look at it all the time and it's like, I think this is wearable, but it also makes me nervous because you, you would wear it with a leotard and it's like, you wouldn't wear it like, you know, like, could you wear it, you know, like as a normal skirt? I don't know. I feel like you could rock it. I believe in you. I'll work on you it. You have to wear a, I think you would have to wear a leotard. Right. And maybe a short sweater, like the ones that yeah. cut off at your armpits. I know. Just, yeah, which is like so awkward and just weird. Just keep your arms warm. Oh, yeah. Keep my arms warm. Just full ballerina. Let's bring back the ballerina decor. We should. Yeah. Let's, let's commit. It's like, why are you wearing leg warmers? It's 90 degrees. We're here. <laughs> One leg warmer. Yeah. Just one leg warmer. Just total Jody Sawyer at one leg warmer. That bothered me so much. I don't understand why I went to wear one leg warmer. Let's launch into this. Okay. Because like... Guys, we are fresh off of watching (laughs) Center (laughs) Street. We just watched Center I had two glasses of wine, which, guys, was a lot. (laughs) I feel like I drank the four others. (laughs) No, but like, you, yes, you, but you, you are an adult size and I cannot handle my my liquor well. I have like at least a couple feet on you and like a couple hundred pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Also, yes, and then I'm also a 12-year-old boy. Um, (laughs) That's the other fashion that I... Love. Yeah. Thank it's you. It's twelve year old boy fashion. Oh yeah, that's that's all I can remember. I'm either these days. like a n- early nineties California skater, fourteen year old boy, or awesome. a ballerina. Yeah. That's the two worlds I rock in. I love it. You're so deep and multidimensional. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how do we even unpack how do we unpack this? Because like the we're, world that is we're center stage. It. Um like where do we begin? Um Jody Sawyer. Let's talk about. Should we just talk about Jody Sawyer for a second? Oh God. Um, if you've never seen this movie, first of all, you should. Uh, second of all, it's about Jody Sawyer, a girl from Indiana mm-hmm. who dreams of joining the ABA or ABC company, yeah. the American Ballet Company. Goes to the American Ballet Academy, uh, but she has bad feet. But when you see her dance, man, you you just can't take your eyes off of her. Yeah, there's something about her when she's just, her body is absorbing the music. She's doing the thing that is ballet. Um, She just comes alive. Yeah, she comes alive. But in the academy, they don't see it because they're just looking at technique. They're not giving her a chance to shine. Yeah, which I think is a common thing. Like, you know, when you do, like... I don't know if you, but like, you know, when I did acting in like improv for the Mm -hmm. first time, for the first time, and just like you go in and you think you're so funny and then like, you're like, oh my God, I like have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I was the worst one here. You know, she experiences like she, like she experiences being the worst one. Yeah. Which I actually think is a very important experience to have. Agreed. Yeah. Because you don't want to be the best of the class at all times. No. Because uh, you end up like Maureen. Yes, Maureen, the best one in the class who sucks. Who sucks. Well, but she has like a good story. But She has 
She actually might have the best emotional arc of everyone. Yeah, she might have the emotional arc of everyone. <laughs> no, only- yeah. Like the full one that like, okay, there's an arc. We get it. We know where you're coming and from. And it's like her making a choice. Everything else sort of seems to just happen. Like oh, Jody sure. Sawyer's life just seems to be like everyone's in love with her for some reason except for the teachers. Exactly. Yeah. There's something like a fantasy about that, you know? Well, um, and that's yeah. like something that I... I get bothered by it because it's like, oh, you, this like, it's like a narrative that's like, oh, you're the chosen one. And so you're the special one, mm-hmm. like, and everyone's paying attention to you. And even if you're struggling, like, oh, you're still going to get plucked from obscurity. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm sort of like in the real world, I feel like it's more like, oh, just, you know, the best people in the class get to go on and be like the best. It's like, there's never a moment of like, oh gosh what an incredible person like yeah you have to work for it it's a movie narrative that i think pops up a lot oh for sure Um, yeah where suddenly you're the best um, yeah after you know a year whereas like you know there are people in the abc and other places who've been there for years and they're still again like dancing the core yeah that's in the background you know oh yeah Um, if you're unfamiliar it's like an extra um um should we talk about the best scene in the movie, which is just Zoe Saldana <laughs> smoking outside? Zoe Saldana. Okay, so, oh God, like, where do I begin? Zoe Saldana, um, okay, well, should we, where do we start? Okay, like, well, Zoe Saldana, first of all, her character, Ava Rodriguez, excuse me, Rodriguez, yeah. uh, needs her own movie, um, because, giving her, yeah. her backstory, because she just comes in with so much attitude. Why does she want this? Why does she accept this? position yeah she's so angry and not that and i'm not saying like i hate when people are like women are angry but it's like she comes in and she's just like oh i got in i don't know maybe i'll just not do it and it's like everyone from around the world is auditioning you got in and like you're you're going you're like not 100% in, like, you're taking someone's slot. Why do you have a bad attitude? Yeah. Now, I'm 100% okay with her being a character, like, why does she have a bad attitude? But it's, like, but, like, like she, I'm 100% okay with her being this character who, like, can't fit in. She's a smart ass. She thinks this is pretentious. But it's, like, why, 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 why are you here? Yeah. And it's hard for me to watch someone, I feel like, hurt her own potential you know mm-hmm. where she's just like i'm like it's your attitude it's the problem like yeah your dancing's great like and it's like you have no reason for that attitude no one in the abc ever did anything to you no she's just got a chip on her shoulder and maybe because she's like one of the only two people of color in this company yeah i mean yeah, i remember yeah. uh and this is bringing in a little ballet you know outside world but like missy copeland mm-hmm. um who's one of the best ballerinas working today when she started at age 13, everyone was like, you're too old. Right. You don't have the right body type. And then just like, she just blew them all away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm saying, Zoe, keep working at it. Yeah, Zoe, you'll make it someday. <laughs> it's just like, I would love to know her storyline. Like, Yeah, for sure. Because I totally see where you're coming from. Like, she is a minority. Like, she is like, has a different background than all of these, like, what we can assume is like, very preppy, like mm-hmm. rich people who can afford to do these things. And so just like making her, like she's the, you know, just making like her sass come from like a real place, I think um, could make the movie 
stand the test of time (laughs) more than it does. It's definitely, look, it's almost 20 years old, which is insane. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Um, And it's showing it. You know, it's, sure, it's, yeah. it's showing its uh, age a little <laughs> bit. It's showing its wrinkles, you know. Maybe in the, you know, Mandy Moore heavy soundtrack that yeah. it has. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I, f- I feel like a deep dive into Zoe Saldana would be the key mm-hmm. element we're missing. Because yeah. it's also, it's a little bit got what I would call, like, I think uh, Orange is the New Black suffers from this. It's got that, like... Like, why are we watching Jody Sore's story? Like, mm-hmm. it's got that element of like, oh, why do we? Why are we following this blonde girl through this story of of her life? Yeah, where everyone around her is way more interesting. It's so much more interesting than her. And yet, everyone's like, oh my god, who's this Jody Sawyer? Yeah, there's. It feels like there is so much. Um, I'm so curious. I want to read the screenplay. And I'm so curious oh, reading the screenplay, which we can find reading the screenplay versus watching the movie and like what was edited out, what was rewritten by committee, you know? Yeah. I would love to read the screenplay. Yeah. I also wonder if like they just wrote in like, and then they dance like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. what the dance scenes were look like on screen yeah. um, on the page. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, was it written by people? Uh, we have done zero research yeah, about the background mm, in this mm-hmm. movie, but was it written by people that come from a dance background, or they? I don't know. Do they just bring in dance? I think they must have had a dance background. I know that the Ethan Stiefel. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I'll edit in the correct. But like the guy who played Cooper, he's the choreographer of yes. the movie. Um, well, and it's you can really tell the people that are ballerinas and ballet dancers versus the people that are actors. Oh, yeah. Um, you can mm-hmm. tell that through their dancing ability um, and also their acting ability. For sure, yeah. Because, like, if they're an actor, you, during the dance scenes, you get a, what's this, a mid, medium shot? You get, like, yeah, you get the, you don't get feet. You don't get feet. You get a medium shot, and they do, a, like, a very easy port of raw. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, that. that's, like, a very basic, you know, first position, second position thing. And then they walk off screen. They then, cut to a wide shot. And it's a wide shot of just <laughs> of another the back of them. <laughs> the back of them. It's so many back shots. It's so many back shots. I mean, especially with um, Maureen's character. Because mm. um, you can tell, like, I, I don't know. Like, sometimes, like, in the scenes where, like, she's about to dance and she, like, does her arms, like, you could be like, okay, she did six months of training. Yeah. There's I'm such an asshole right now. No. She, I mean, sure. She's like, like I haven't danced in 20 years and she's like an insanely better dancer than I am, but I'm just saying, well, it's also just like an element when they're like, Oh, and look at Maureen. Like she, cause she's supposed to be the best dancer. There's yeah. like an element where they just keep talking about how good she is to like make you believe that she's good. Yeah. But like, she doesn't look better than anyone else. No. And especially because all the extras are probably all ballet dancers. Yeah. And then it's these actors who are just skinny, um, Mm -hmm. like pretending to be great ballet dancers. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, I mean, it's like, it's fine shots, but I don't, it's again, it's that level of like, I'm not falling in love with her dancing abilities. I'm not like, Oh my God, I got to 
only see her dancing. Like, yeah. uh, she seems fine. She seems perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, I wonder if it's just cause like we live out here. We, we both work in film and TV. That is true. And have danced. And so I think this, we know the tricks. This, the cards are definitely stacked against us, but you know what? We're here for it. Cause obviously we're recording our thoughts. <laughs> um, Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. What else should we talk about? Well, I don't know if we want to just like cut to the money shot of like that last dance number, which I feel like is the important part yeah. of center stage. Maybe mm-hmm. we could like backpedal, but I, I got to talk about it. Me too. Um, okay. So, so, all right, let's set up final dance number. If um, you haven't seen the movie, the final dance number is this elaborate eight part dance story mm-hmm. of Jody Sawyer's life involving just like epic costume changes that yeah. are physically impossible to do. Mm-hmm. Um, plus dance sex. Dance uh-huh. sex. Here is where I want to start. As okay. I was watching, I was watching this again after, I think the last time I watched Center Stage maybe have been 10 years ago. So I was really, okay. Oh yeah. No, that's a lie. Five. Probably five years ago. I feel like I maybe watch this movie every three years. Okay, yeah. So I think, but I'm, I definitely own it on DVD and have not gotten rid of that DVD. Oh, yet. I it was my first DVD and it's gonna be my last. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm just never giving it away. Is my point. <laughs> uh, I left a theater program and my parents had rented a car. This was like in college. They like picked me up and like all my stuff and they they were like rented a minivan to hold all my stuff that had a DVD player so I could like in the back seat watch a movie and I just watched center stage. I didn't Ugh. talk to them for two hours. I just watched center stage. Cause I was like, fuck yeah, I'm back yeah. to having this DVD. Here's one of the best moments. I'm sorry. We're going to talk about this final dance, mm-hmm. but yeah, one of the best moments of my high school life, I had already gotten center stage DVD. Mm-hmm. And, um, for some reason, I think my brother was at college and I think my parents went out. So it was like, I was home on a Saturday night and I made dinner for myself, um, and I was like, I'm going to eat it in the den and watch center stage. <laughs> and I was breaking all the rules because, oh. like, you know, you, we never eat. <laughs> we were never allowed to eat dinner in the den. Oh, gosh. And I just remember thinking, like, I'm such a bad. So if someone's like, oh, Peggy, it was the most badass thing you did. I was like, well, I was... Home alone. No friends invited me out. (laughs) I watched Center Stage and ate a really bad salad (laughs) in the den. (laughs) Badass. Yes, very badass. badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so final final dance number. The final dance number. Okay. Okay, I just... So I'm just processing my thoughts. I am going to attempt to. Okay, so let's say like, ballet. I'm going to start with this thesis of ballets tell a story. Sure. So the story. (laughs) Yeah. So like ballets will tell like stories like like Romeo and Juliet is a is a ballet. Or you know the Nutcracker is a story. Yeah. Um. Giselle is a story. Like a lot of these are like based, you know, in like <laughs> Greek myths or like, sure. you know, fairy tales and stuff. Like they're like legit, like, sto- like folk tales. Mm-hmm. Now in the, this part, <laughs> we have the folk tale of a woman is a ballerina in New York City. 
stuck in a love triangle. Stuck in a love triangle. Now, here's the thing. The one guy who's in love with her is her teacher. Mm -hmm. So that's appropriate, I guess, in this world. And then the second guy who's in love with her, we have no idea who he is, but... In the, the folk tale, in the fairy tale of this, in the world of the story, it is okay to get on a motorcycle <laughs> and drive right into a dance studio, interrupting the dance class. Probably like upstairs. Like you had to go upstairs, you had to pass through security. There's so many levels. To get your motorcycle you get into, your, the studio? into the studio. And then we don't know who you are. You are just a strange man. He's just a bad boy. A bad boy on a motorcycle <laughs> coming in, like, you know, rightfully so, like attracting this one, you know, dancer mm-hmm. to him. Because who doesn't love a motor? Who's in love a bad boy on the motorcycle? I, I'm one of them. He, he rode that upstairs. You got to reward I love, that. I love him even more. Yeah. He can ride. So he, so the woman who, again, the student who is being hit on by her teacher. Yeah. Then hops on the motorcycle with a stranger. But I also feel like her transition from the like Swan Lake costume, and it's a quick change transition. Mm-hmm. They like, Peel it off of her into like her sexy, also dance costume. Yeah, red. It's it her like red. It's like a maroon. It was in a that maroon. Point. Yes, that yeah. was a maroon. Yeah. And so I feel like that's like her transition into like I'm gonna go with the bad boy mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but there's a lot of costume choices. Yeah, it's a story told through costumes. The story told through costumes. The okay, okay, so. <laughs> Okay, that, I really <laughs> that was part one. Okay, so then we cut to she goes home with this unnamed man. Mm-hmm. Drove his motorcycle and through, and then they dance fuck. They dance fuck. Who? But it was a hot. Like I will say, it was hot. It was it's a very so hot. Su- scene. It was so sexy. Yes. Um. Okay, and then can I just say that I'm a little bit bothered by the fact that she disrobes and he does not yes i've no i totally noticed that um this time around yeah like she is in a bra and then like dance underwear plus tight so it's like a full thing underneath mm-hmm. and he's still in his like dance pants slash dance open t-shirt yeah. it's very 90s oh, even though it's a 2000 movie the well, movie 2000, came out 2000 but that was a 90s. rough time um <laughs> And it's practically 90s. Yeah, but then she disrobes to, yeah, she's just like pure bra and he doesn't take off anything. I know. Yeah. It's still very sexy. It's super sexy. Like, I'm sure, like, I props to the costume designer because think about it. She had to write, make this costume underneath bras and panties, bra and panties, over top the maroon thing, over top of that, the white thing. There is, there's, so that's three, pretty imp- there's three costumes in one and that's pretty impressive. That is very good. Uh, yeah. This costume designer is excellent. Yeah. Okay. So they have the, the, so the sexy night. They have sexy night. So and then <laughs> we go to the next scene where we're back we're back in ballet class. Ballet class. Our main character, played by Jodie, sort of rushes in. Oh my god, she's. I was just came back from like fucking my motorcycle, man. Blah blah blah. Which again, 
insane costume change because she changes tights and into a leotard. Yeah. Tights in into like a leotard. Three seconds. Three seconds. Which is insane. It's, it's, it's like, no, it's not mat, like it's humanly un- impossible. Yeah. Her costume changes are absolutely insane in this. And that is just not even the biggest insane costume change. I, there's we're, one coming. We're on a, we're still in act one. Well, oh God. you know what I mean? Um, comes back into the dance class. She's running late. Oh my God. Messes up. You know, she's like doing the wrong foot. The dance teacher again doesn't seem upset with her. He comes up to her and he like brushes her cheek. Yeah, he's disappointed. He's he's, dis- just... he's disappointed, but still, you know, brushes the cheek of his student who we don't know whether or not she is into that. So here we are, dance class it continues. She's getting she, it all wrong. Getting it all wrong. She's exhausted. Just had a great night of dance fucking. <laughs> in comes in the bad boy. Not mm-hmm. on a motorcycle this time. He just walks in in the middle of class. Yeah. Who is this guy? <laughs> we still do not know. How is he getting past security? <laughs> he is just there to cause trouble, which he does. He is like in the... Okay, so again, this is a folk tale. <laughs> This is a folktale fairy tale. Yes, let's remember that the majority of ballets are, are set in folktale. These are folktales. They are like morality plays. They are the stories I'm of the human that, condition. Like, who says we can't have a folktale that's 2000 based? No, no, of course not. Of course we can. I mean, this is, here's the thing. This is our story. <laughs> the story at the end of Center Stage is the story of the millennial generation. That's Y2K, baby. Yeah. This, what, is, the, was, this the, is the moral of Y2K. It was our golden years. Stop dance fucking. <laughs> Own yourself. Don't dance fuck. Don't dance fuck. Okay, so here's so, oh, here's okay, my other problem with this scene. Yeah, which is like her messing up at the bar. She's like doing the wrong thing. She's oh my god, she's so unprepared. However, <laughs> I feel like this is a real ballet that's like played in the close up when, which is great if you have cameras, which we do. Mm-hmm. But I try, I'm trying to imagine it as if it, like a stage picture. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know if this plays. It, like, d- it wouldn't. Because it's like, that scene is very much based on facial expressions. Yeah. And I think it could play in like a, a smaller theater. Mm-hmm. But they're showing it at like the New York theater. Yeah. Like you, unless, it's a yeah. humongous crowd for this like Wednesday at yeah. <laughs> yeah. 3 p.m. performance. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because it's the student recital. It's a student recital. That's which during some, the day. Somehow also got press. Because Cooper's being naughty. Yeah, Cooper is. Uh, but it's definitely it during the day because we do see the lobby and it is yeah. a daytime performance, but it is packed full. It's like, it's like everyone's like, we're going to get tickets to see students. <laughs> like, who's like, let's go to the ballet and see students. <laughs> I just love ballet so much that I want to go see students perform. Yeah, like, who's like, I mean, I guess with like the Cooper Nielsen thing, but again, like, this is another thing where. I also had this issue in some, I read romance novels and like ballet mm-hmm. romance novels where it's like everyone in the world knows who like this like specific ballet dancer mm-hmm. is, like the guy on the train and like this person there. And it's like, no, 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 no. No one would. Ballet dancers are not Ariana Grande. They should be, but mm-hmm. let's just face it. We're a millennial generation. Y2K. This is 
our folk story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, so she so they get into a they get into a fight. They get into a dance fight. Okay, so like again, let's think about it. The dance teacher who wants to fuck his student, plus the stranger who has fucked the student, they just get in a fight. They these two men, professional men, they get just, into a fight and like peacock around each other. It's mm-hmm. like a pure peacock. It's a peacock thing. Fight. It's not like physical alterations. It's just them showing up. It's like yeah. you do a move. Now I'm gonna do a move. Now you do a move. I'm gonna do a move. Yeah. And because earlier in the uh, mm-hmm. movie, they also had this fight in rehearsal. Then Charlie, um, our sexy, the sexiest dancer, the sexiest dancer, best actor, just kidding, not mediocre actor. Mediocre uh, is nice. <laughs> mediocre is is a stretch. Uh, and then he pulls off a move that he couldn't pull off in rehearsal yeah. and Cooper's impressed. He's impressed. It's again, a, yeah. played in the close up. All of that nuance played in the close played up. Played in close up. Which that's, that was like an interesting part because it's like a secret that you and I as the movie watcher know, mm-hmm. but it's not something that like the ballet audience knows, sure. which it's, is like, that's great. But that's the drama I love behind the ballet. Yeah. And with like any ballet movie, you know, I think that's what's so intimate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, so both these guys are peacocking, which by the way, this is our, this is, um, the story is about America <laughs> or no, like the story is about like the human condition. Again, both of them doing things that they should be arrested for again. Yeah. Breaking and entering into a ballet studio and fighting again, just, being this, in love with a student. This last ballet is just about so much. There's so much in it's this. the human condition, it's the human condition. It's, it's our story. Then. So then she runs away. She runs away. And and then all the background dancers make a crazy pose. I they just make, always, yeah. like I've always thought that that was. Oh so yeah, funny. where like, they're like, <gasps> yeah, they all like make like gasps, <gasps> but yeah. like at different levels because they are a ballet dancer and yeah. then, you know that's what you got to do with a ballet. You got to do it. Um, but then th- my favorite scene is absolutely the scene that comes next. Yeah, which is the subway scene. Yeah, which has a subway podium for no reason so edgy it was edgy it was like this is ballet like bitch this isn't nutcracker this isn't giselle this isn't swan lake Mm -mm. this is modern times this is modern times our background dancers are gonna dance walk out of a subway look at that they're not wearing point shoes they're wearing heeled ballet slippers oh no it's edgy so edgy and then they do a who are you gonna pick with Pick, yeah. dance. Which guy? Which, Which guy? again, not, you know, why? <laughs> again, why? but you know what? That's our story. Like, this is, again, like, love triangles are is our folk tale. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's our, our folk story. tale of, like, you should be honored that two men want you. Yeah. And want nothing else. Mm -hmm. This is a woman's story. Like this is what we all have experienced. Of course. Of course in our lives. Just men. I mean, 
I can't even count how many times I've danced fucked. <laughs> I'm in like 12 love triangles right now. <laughs> oh my God. I know. It's because I'm a modern woman. Oh, it's so hard to not attract two people at the same time I who just, are competing against each other. I know. I just like don't know how to not be in a love triangle. So this ballet spoke to me. Yeah. You know? um, it always did because I've never not been in a love triangle. Um, okay. So they do like the... The dance, the three-person dance. And then they do... It, that dance ends with just this, like, slow-mo tug-of-war yeah. between Joni Sawyer in the middle, um, where yeah. they're just sort of, like, fighting over her. And she's doing, like, a pot de bourre in between each. Which then leads to... Let's just get oh to Oh, my God. <sighs> we need to take a break real quick. We'll be right back in two size. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we have a transition. Now here, the transition is the, the, the scene with the tug of war. It's, I believe it's a, a medium shot of her upper body. It is. Yes. And then, no, no, no it's of it's, her feet. It's of her feet. I'm it's sorry. Specifically it's specifically calling out her, of her feet. feet, her, her pink ballet slippers. Classic pink ballet slippers. They're they're on point. She's yeah. going back and forth, mm-hmm. and then the camera rises up to her in a full new red outfit. Mm-hmm. Plus, her hair is in cornrows. Yes, and this insane outfit. And then we get a, a fuller shot, and we see that she is in red point shoes. She has somehow changed her shoes. To red. At in zero time. <laughs> this, since I saw this movie for the first time, has kept me up at night. I am so bothered by that transition. It, it is impossible. Yes. It takes... Okay. I only... Okay. So I only did point for maybe like three or four years. Mm-hmm. When you do a point, at least when I did point, again, I was like, terrible and was like in middle school or whatever but we had to sew like you have to first put the pads of your toes on you know Mm -hmm. put like you know padding around your toes then put on the point shoes and then you know do the ribbons yeah you have to sew on your own and you have to sew your ribbons in Mm -hmm. like before a show so that means in that transition she raced off stage undid the ribbons of her shoes, put on these red shoes, replaced the toe pad, put them on, laced them up, and then sewed those new point shoes in, like sewed the ribbons down. You would not, that is not. (laughs) It's not possible. (laughs) It is not possible. It is not possible. And it keeps me up at night, man. She could not even put on the lipstick that she has on in that last scene in the time that she has. And then to do cornrows, you know, even if there is like two hairstylists or whatever, like they're needed to, you know, that takes time. Her hair is fully down Mm -hmm. and then it is up. In like cornrows slash like a like ponytail and there's like with a like ribbons ribbon. in it. Yeah, that is that is like a, at least a twenty minute hair yeah. change. And now here's my issue with that. Like, fine, yes, like we see crazy transitions in plays and all the time, but there's an intermission. Sure. Now, however, the movie made it seem like this student performance was like three vignettes. Mm-hmm. 
So if there was like a long intermission with like, like how long was the student showcase? It must have been five hours. It seemed long already. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I believe that there was no intermission. Okay. I think that it was a straight, I mean, I think they want us to believe that it was a straight transition because you can't, if you had an intermission between that, like dance, like, oh, we're the, the tug of war Mm -hmm. dance to like her shunting them off. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would ruin the momentum of of that piece. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying and world, I hear what you're saying. We're thinking too much into this. Yes. Because it is a great transition. It is. It's like very like, you know, fantastical and like there's something like very like, I was, also, you know, I was on my second glass of wine. So mm-hmm. there's like something very like trippy about it, you know, especially with like the background and like the red and, and them and like. It's also very powerful because it is, oh, yeah. it is Jody Sawyer as this student shunting off both men mm-hmm. as they still are pining after her and her claiming her power oh yeah with these phoenix dancers behind her mm-hmm. now on her side uh where they norm they before were against her yeah and it's like beautifully shot the colors are great like yeah the, and not to say like the you know to say the least, the choreography is stunning. It's great choreography. It is. Yeah. That last dance number is is pretty incredible. It's iconic. Yeah. Um, and so the I think and the fact that I think that it keeps me up at night more so than I'm gonna say anything else in the world. Mean is just like a testament to how how it stuck great. with you. It's stuck with me. Yeah. Um so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I so I really do feel for that last performance, and I know we're jumping around a bunch, but in that last mm-hmm. performance, the student performance, I feel like <laughs> the clearly ADR'd stage manager is the unsung hero Agreed. of the show. Agreed. Because it seems like she is like dealing with them for the very first time. <laughs> um, yeah. And just yelling at people across the state, just being like, curtain call everybody. And then there's like, and so she, I just feel like is working her ass off to make this dance number work because there are so many moving parts. Oh yeah. What we're not seeing is the bed getting, you know, pushed off Mm -hmm. by stage hands. We're not seeing those elements of it because we're living this dance in the close up. Yeah. But, and we're not seeing people Mm -hmm. backstage who are like holding the costumes for people to like quickly change into and like, Mm -hmm. you know, again, moving the set pieces. And so I do love, I love a quick change. Like, Oh yeah. But when you're in a quick change, your first outfit's going to look bulky. Like that's just it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're never going to look great in that first outfit. And she has, in theory, five insanely quick changes. Mm -hmm. Because she goes down to her underwear, doesn't have any time to change. She can put over... But where, where is it? Exactly. Yeah. I got questions. So there must, I mean, there's definitely must have been like curtains at some point. Like I think what the, 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 like what we saw was not the entirety of Cooper Nielsen's magnum opus. Oh. And I do think that like we are, it's owed to us to like, wouldn't it be great to see that ballet? You know what Uh I mean? Like. Oh my God. If 
a dance company, like, because you know how it's like super popular to do like pop-ups of old movies and yeah. things. If like a, if a dance company put on the center stage student yeah. recital, I would see it a hundred times. Oh, me too. I, I would, would go always every see night. It. I would see, yeah. I mean, I think that'd be great. Because you know how like people, there was that person who was doing Emma Stone's one woman show from La La Land. Oh, yes. Like if some, if there was like a, ballet company that's like you know what we're doing cooper nielsen's brand new ballet (laughs) um doing the whole thing baby like that i would love to see oh my god i i hadn't thought about this before but i would absolutely 100 percent see all all of them even though like the rites of spring that anna's in Mm -hmm. anna oh god and you anna you need an episode Anna, you are a delight, and I, I love you. Uh, I love and hate you. Yeah. Um, I would, I would pay such good money for that. I yeah. If anything, I want to write a letter to like the L.A. ballet company and be like, "Will no. you please put this on?" It's like we have an idea for you. Look, it's the twenty-year anniversary. It is the twenty-year anniversary in twenty twenty. It'd be the 20- in twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh, God. This is an opportunity. We are just milking <laughs> it. Um, yeah. Uh, now, going back into, I think, feel like the movie. I mean, where do you even begin? <laughs> so, like, here's the thing. One of the reasons why I love ballet cinema um, is is this one shot that they all do in all movies, which is the prepping of the point shoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's like always a shot of like, you see like bloody feet and uh, it's like them like breaking in the shoes and like sewing in the ribbons, like you said, or like, and in this one, it's incredible because they do so much to the shoes. Yes. They like like, scrape them and burn them and like take a hammer to them. (laughs) They hammer them. They rip them. They, they get them wet. wet. Them. Yeah. The wedding I was curious about. Yeah. I like. Th- so was there like a shower in the studio? There seemed to be some sort of foot bath in oh, the studio. Oh, yes. That's what I where, meant. Yeah. yeah. But like there was a line. That's something that I've never heard of before. To, like, I always heard of don't get like, don't get your shoes. I mean, we were young and dumb mm-hmm. and like whatever, but they're like, don't like get your ball- your slippers wet or yeah. your point shoes wet. But apparently if... You- I just feel like that would be a real disaster for blisters. Yeah. Like thinking of like moisture plus shoes plus friction. Yeah. Like that sounds terrible. Why are you doing that to yourself? I feel like because if it is... I, I bet for like brand new point shoes, mm-hmm. maybe getting it wet would be ideal, but I don't know. I feel like I just want to go through now, like talk to a ballerina just literally about the point shoe prep yeah. like what do you do with a new pair of point shoes yeah because like we would like I just remember I mean again I did I wasn't I did I stopped when I was 14 so I'm not saying I'm impressed experience. that you were doing point at 14 oh really yeah, yeah. thank you I mean that's impressive to me I think oh, um I mean I know there's yeah. there's like because I know I know a few prima like ballerinas that mm-hmm. were like in companies at 14 but like yeah to me 14 Doing point is impressive. Oh, wow. oh, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh. We would, you would get a point shoe, and then you would have, like, what we did, well, for the beginning, like, the teacher was like, don't touch your point shoes, I will break it in for you. So mm-hmm. they would, like, take it and, like, kind of, like, m- like massage the, you know, front 
where the toes go a little mm-hmm. bit. And then I remember like our teacher would sometimes like put her foot into it mm-hmm. and like kind of use her feet strength to break it in. Mm-hmm. So like you would have, it was like, it's like a new baseball glove or something. Sure. You just have to like massage it out. But like, I don't remember. And then I also, and then at the, you know, you would take like a like scissors to the toe or like to the where your the ball of your foot is so you don't slip like mm-hmm. there's like that kind of stuff like that was breaking in your shoe but like they're like the the thing in the movie is like they are just you know I told Ripping you we should have like a sketch of like <laughs> yeah. someone bringing in like a chainsaw and like a toaster and like it does like bring up this point of like and this is a common thread in all ballet stuff is like how expensive point shoes are and how mm-hmm. much you have to bring them in it just feels like have we like? Shouldn't we like figure out that technology? Like, right. you're. You, I think like ballerinas have to get like new point shoes like every month, and yeah. they're like a hundred dollars each, and they have to like sew in their own ribbons and break mm. them in. Like, can't they at least get one of those things taken care of? I know, because then you would need to also like get new point shoes for the show. You know, yeah, like um, yeah, like that should like be insured or something. Really, that should. Um, yeah, I guess they sell them afterwards. To, oh, that's true. You to, get a profit. <laughs> to people like me who bought, bought dirty point shoes. So I didn't know that was a thing. So in the movie, um, in the beginning, like there's a, you know, like a fundraiser. And I guess like for the creme de la creme who go to, to the ballet, um, it's popular for them to buy the ballet shoes of the prima ballerinas. And I didn't know that was a thing until you. Yes. I have. I've purchased them. Yes. Uh, again, this was in Princeton. Uh, I feel like, I, so I was like, I only lived in Princeton, New Jersey for a year. So, uh, I feel like a lot of the activities I did there were like out of the norm of activities that I'd normally do. Cause I feel, I felt like my mom was just going like real wild with like, I don't know, maybe this would be fun. Like we'll do this. And so I think we went to like a nutcracker performance of the Princeton, uh, ballet company, and then, yeah, afterwards they were, like, selling shoes. And I was like, I want them. Um, I'm also, like, a real big sucker for, like, buying any sort of souvenirs past, to, like, a performance that True. I enjoy. Like, yeah. I have so many souvenir, like, programs that I regret. Because now I'm just like, cool, why do I have this? Like, I would say, like, three days later, I'm like, I shouldn't have spent this money. <laughs> but, you know, thinking about it, I think, like, point shoes, though, that's pretty interesting. Because it, it isn't just, like, I mean, I know in the movie, like, it's just, like, an old smelly point shoe. But there is, like, like you know, thinking about the foot that was in there and, like, what... It is signed. It's signed. But there's, like, so much, like, pain and beauty there's and probably struggle blood in there. and blood and, you know, disgusting skin remnants. Mm-hmm. But just, like, thinking about, like, how hard ballet was for me and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the pain that went into that and then, like, oh, giving those point shoes to someone else, like, knowing that, like, what I struggled with, like, yeah, like, I am, it's not just, like, you know, uh, whatever, you know, it's not, like, a program. It's, like, no, it's a little bit. It's literally blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Um, They are very, like, just gross point shoes. Yeah. very tiny feet. Oh, I would uh, imagine. Very itty bitty feet. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there is that element of like, I think there's like a scene where they're all like uh, going across the floor and that's a scene where they're like flutter, Jody, flutter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're all like going across the floor and it's just these like 
it's a very non-graceful sound because it's just like them being like because they're all just like on point yeah going across the floor and it's just a reminder that this it's like all far away that it's like so graceful but Mm -hmm. then it's just like so much work yeah in in the moment and like there and Mm -hmm. and I mean I I feel like that's what I love about ballet because it's like it is just this like super graceful dance form where you're supposed to be this like epitome of the human body and and grace and it's like when you think of the you know the swan of humans Mm -hmm. it is ballet dancers and yet yeah if you turn off all the music you're just gonna hear all this like clumping around. You do yeah. yeah, and like I remember we used to like me and like we used to get yelled at like if you you would jump and if you would land and it was loud like mm-hmm. if you was, like you know hit the ground because you're supposed to hit like toe ball the to foot mm-hmm. heel, but like if you do like ball the foot heel that's louder and so and also like if you know your body stance like so we would get like yelled at if we made any sort of sound when when we would land because it has to be silent even though like anything's going to make a yeah. sound it's like you know see physics. i just i switched to tap dancing where it's all about the sound see i should have done that i should and I then it's like yeah. they're like you're not making enough yeah. sound <laughs> see i should have done tap but no just like tap 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 yeah <laughs> like but i do like i will say that i love like every ballet dancer that I, or like ballet teacher i've ever had because i remember in college i took ballet Cause I was like, Oh, I miss it. Like, it'd be fun. And the teacher there was just like, why, why are you all taking ballet? You're all past your prime. Like she's none of you will be ballerinas. And I was like, can you not just like enjoy this Mm -hmm. moment? Like, I was like, you're also a ball, like a college ballet teacher. What are you doing with your life? Like, if you're just telling everyone who's taking your class to like regret, like, oh, don't sign up for my class. Yeah. It's like, okay, you get to stay home then. Like, I'm like, okay, all right, lady. I feel like there's like not a ton of like, hey, you just want to take ballet to enjoy it. Yeah. I want to say maybe four years ago, I went to a few ballet classes taught by this one lady who probably is our age or maybe two or three years younger. And so she, like, you know, I had done, like, dance workouts in Silver Lake. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And this is, like, a ballet class. And it's, like, you know, it's it's not ballet dance. Like it's beginning, it's like beginning adult ballet. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to do that. It's been years. Like I do not, I'm not like, I'm not a dancer. I'm not going to go to like any sort of like intermediate advanced class. Um, and so like I went for a few and she took it very seriously, you know, like we, you know, we would to the point where like we would dance and she would stop the music and be like, guys, you have to like suck in your stomach, you know, or, and then like eventually like, this class I went to, like, she, like, stopped the music and took like, you guys, you really need to be wearing, like, tight clothes so I can, like, see your body and see what you're doing wrong. And then I was like, I am not going to come back to this class. Like, it was yeah. the last class I've been to. And I'm like, we're all, you know, fucking East Side women just trying to have meaning in our dumb lives. <laughs> we're just, like, coming out here. Maybe because, this like, will be nice. Yeah, maybe this will be a nice break. And then here you are, like, treating us like we're, you know, in in ABC, you know. Yeah. And I was just like, 
fuck, I wanted to come back to this class, like fall in love with ballet again. And I did for a few, mm-hmm. but then like after that, I was just like, oh, this is why I hated going to ballet class. Yeah. Cause there's like that element of like, oh, you get to like do spins and jumps and that's super fun. Yeah. And then there's that other time where it's like, you're getting yelled at for position stuff. And there is that element of like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm only doing this for fun. Can we just like tone it down a bit yeah you know? yeah i'm just like just turn on the music and let us go like this yeah. is why we're here like we're not like none of us are here you just know? like treat us like four-year-olds like exactly <laughs> yeah like do that everywhere else in la like just <laughs> do it here <laughs> there is that like and i wonder also because i think about it like i put myself in the ballet teachers like mindset where i'm like okay so you spent your entire life doing this craft that like chewed you out as soon as you turn like 25. Yeah. Um, and now you're like just teaching it for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, you've got to be like, where's my meaning? Yeah, um, I get that. But it's like, I, but to like bring, like, I'm just like, don't bring down other women. I don't know. It's a trigger. But, but like, that's like the hardest thing I think about finding like a fun dance class in LA. And I, I'm excited because you have your dance yeah. class. Uh, uh, not class, but oh, like it's a, experience. It, it's a dance experience. It's a yes. dance experience yeah. where it's like, I feel it's very, you can't find like a class where it's like, oh, we're just doing this to like have fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I was trying to find again, cause I like, I transitioned mostly to tap. I was trying to find just like a fun tap class and maybe it's just cause we're in LA. So it's like, we're dealing with a lot of like professional dancers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, Oh, I can't find like the level that I want, which is like a casual class yeah. to like keep up skills. Uh, cause it was either like way too professional or like <laughs> four old. year olds. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was like it. Like I couldn't yeah. find an in between. I think like the closest I found was like this dance class series for old women where it was oh, like awesome. Broadway tap for old women. Oh, and like, I want to do that. And I they were like, that. you're not able to do this cause you're not old enough. And I was like, but I want to so bad. Cause like that was the tap they were doing. Like, yeah. it was all like just like Broadway tap, mm-hmm. very casual, <laughs> just like comfortable on your hips, you know, like, yeah, just, just real comfy. Yeah, just like fun cash tap, cash yeah. tap, cash tap. Cash tap. Cash tap. I found one guy who I liked, and then he was like, bye, I'm going to go perform on a cruise ship for a year. Oh, and I was like, God well, bless. there there goes my momentum. Yeah. Bye. God bless that guy. Get it, you know. Oh. Yeah, I mean, go, go work on that cruise ship. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, I mean, how do you feel about... Let's let's go through all the actors of this. Okay, you've got Peter Gallagher. Peter Gallagher, who's great, acting his ass off. He's so good. He's in all three of them. <laughs> Is Gets that more of worse. like a indictment of like Peter Gallagher? Like maybe he should say no to projects. I think for three, he should have said no. He probably should have said no for. Th- maybe he signed a contract that like required him to be in all three. I mean, here's the thing: in both two and three, and possibly for the first one. He worked, what, a day? It's a day of work. I would do it. My guess is he did three days. Okay, three days three of days. work. But that's yeah. great. I'll take, like, he's, he's like, first name on the billboard for three days of work. Like, not bad. I'll take it. Not yeah. bad at all. Why not? Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, there are so many dance franchises yeah so it's like center stage three movies mm-hmm. should have been two should have been one let's be should have been one well the second uh, i love all of them but like 
step up. How many step ups are there? There's like 17 step ups. Yeah, they're they keep coming out with step ups. Yeah. Um, and then there's like three magic mics. Yeah. There's a third magic mic? Maybe. I'm going to pretend there is. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, the second one, we should discuss it's, the second one. Is It's the, Magic Mikey. It's man, Little Mikey. No, um, no we got to discuss the second one. It's oh, the yeah, most no. feminist movie of all time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do any of the magic mics. Oh, yeah. I mean, both. Never mind. <laughs> Just saw Cooper Nielsen and oh, my God. hormones are nonstop. Uh, um, I do want to say, and this might be spoiler for the second movie, but no. my favorite part, watch rewatching Center Stage. I'm just going to assume if you, you were listening to this, you probably love Center Stage, so yeah. you probably know it. But mm-hmm. the second movie, he comes back and like in the first scene, they're like, <laughs> Oh, your company failed. <laughs> that was the most disappointing thing. So, like, everything they set up at the end of Center Stage being, like, this triumphant moment for yeah. Jody Sawyer is just crumbled and, and destroyed. Yeah, and it doesn't... Like, what happens to her? I forget what happens to her. She's just gone. She's, She's done. Like, just, like, out. They, I don't yeah. even think they, like, mention her. Because they mention her in the third one. They do? Yeah. So I haven't seen the third one, so we got, we, yeah, we, okay. we're, we're going to watch it. We got to watch the third one. We, we, I mean, we'll get together and watch it. Because um, she is mentioned in the third one. I'm just so excited that this actress is still working. Oh, she's um, still... She's on Suits, if you don't know. Yeah, she was in... A Hallmark movie. I think she also, because I follow her on Twitter, mm-hmm. I think she might have also been on the sci-fi version of, what is it, Seven Monkeys? What's that movie? It's like Twelve Monkeys? Twelve Monkeys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Twelve Monkeys. You're, you're thinking of like the female pay version of yeah. that. <laughs> I was thinking of the paycheck for the movie that she would be making, which is Seven Monkeys. Seven Monkeys. <laughs> Oh, every all the males got paid for twelve monkeys. Yeah. I got paid for seven monkeys. My paycheck says seven monkeys. Oh, okay, it's fine. I'm female. <laughs> um, she, I think she was in that show too. Okay. So she was on like cable-y she's shows. She's working. She's working, and I think she is a dancer too. So she made a pretty excellent. That's good. Transition. I mean, that's that's the thing of like. I mean, yes, it's like the best thing about ballet shows. Are like you have to find the the people that can pull off being a dancer mm-hmm. slash also acting, and that's sometimes not the easiest thing to do. Of course not, because Charlie is working his ass off, that but guy. oh, it's rough. He's it's, rough. He was also in Center Stage Three. Um, they just brought everybody back for Center well, they Stage had Three. To. I can't wait for your thoughts on it. Oh my god! Um, I have to watch this movie. I'm gonna again, find it. I'm gonna track it down. <laughs> he probably worked for a day too. Sure. Um, because he and so yeah, like and again, like he didn't do it. I don't think he did any dancing. It was just like, you he know, just, like, came on. He just like came on real quick and then like left real quick. And didn't talk because he's just like a terrible actor. I mean, he's great. Oh my god, what am I talking about? He's no, no. So hot. A lot of his I lines. I had a crush on him. A lot of his lights are done through ADR. They Do are. you notice that? I did notice that. I yeah. feel like they brought in someone else who could like act a little bit better and like because like it will mm-hmm. literally be like him looking at Jody and then like it cuts to like her reaction shot and then it's just like off screen him being like let's go on a date yes and then it like cuts to her being like oh, sure and yeah like, and so it's it, i do feel like they had to edit around mm-hmm. his abilities to- i i agree did you, and you watched flesh and bone right uh, yes because he did have a kind he was kind of okay in that in that um 
That show. But that show... Because he was on it for a second, He though. was on it for a second, but I will also say with that show, it's like there's so much, like, flash going on in production yeah. value mm-hmm. that it hides a lot, I think, of the... And I do actually feel like they got better actors for that show. Oh, yeah. Than Center Stage. Oh, my God, yeah. Like... The main girl in Flesh and Bone is great. She's really good. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's that... It, it, I'm trying to think back into Flesh and Bone how much we see her in close-up and dancing. Well, you do see... I Because I just remember the final... <laughs> we're talking about different things. But remember the last <laughs> episode of Flesh and Bone where mm-hmm. it's that final dance yeah. where she, you know, it's her versus... She's the understudy versus mm-hmm. the main lady. And, like, you see... I, I feel like I remember seeing her dance and it was like a her real, yeah. yeah the main character dance because i, I, I think and she does dance i mean it's maybe because we're like we're in the entertainment industry i feel like i see the tricks of the trade oh, going on sure. where it's like you yeah. see the you know you see the cut of the close-up to the face and then the far away shot mm-hmm. of like clearly somebody else and then so it's like i feel like i'm looking for those moments when they're actually performing for sure um, yeah to be like oh is it is that actually them and yeah because I, um, I you know did that when we were watching it just now it's yeah. Like, yeah this is actually something in in the ballet academy tv shows uh-huh. um like uh dance academy which i've recommended to you the uh, the australian dance show yes um and then i was just watching uh find me in paris which is an insane ballet show do it is that a lot of times they do the dancing not on point, mm-hmm. like just in um, regular ballet slippers. And I wonder if that's just because they have to do so many takes that they can't stay on point. Probably, yeah. But I'm like, but I also wonder if it's like a way to cheat less experienced dancers to like better actors, less experienced yeah. dancers to like not hurt themselves. Yeah, because when you watch um, Center Stage 2 and and three, um, you, the main characters do not dance on point that much. Well, that's the thing where I just assume if you're like in a professional ballet class experience at that point, you're doing nothing but point. Yeah. Like even for the, the women. And I feel like those classes, they're just like, Oh, you're not on point this time. And I'm like, I just feel like at a certain point you just are on point. You're on point. At a certain yeah. point, you're on point. At a certain point, you're on point. Yeah. Because, like, there, it wasn't until in Center Stage 2, it's not until the end where you, signi- you see Kate Parker really be on point for that final ridiculous thing. <laughs> you finally see her full body on point, and mm-hmm. I was scared for her. She was not on her shoes correctly. And, like, I was just like she is going to break an ankle. Well, that's like a concern. I know yeah. that I know that ballerinas have had problems with people. I feel like it was like a one of the Kardashians did a shoot on point. Mm-hmm. And like there's a shot of like her like slouching and she's like on point. Yeah. And like ballerinas like were like, this is dangerous. Don't do this. Scary. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think about that a lot when oh, it's yeah. like you're being on point. <laughs> it reminds me of the TV show Luck when uh, the horse racing TV show. <laughs> it reminds me of all those horses who died. <laughs> yeah, like all the horses that died because uh-huh. they were using like They're retired horses. Yeah. And then they were like running them multiple times for the shots. And so they were like, Jesus oh, Christ. we're like killing all yeah. these horses that can't run anymore, are mm-hmm. retired from racing. And I worry sometimes that it's like all these 
these like actors who have like retired from like being a ballerina, like getting back on point and like just like breaking ankles left and right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I could be on point again. Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't think like maybe now I don't think I could get on point shoes again. I think I could do that scene in the Titanic where she just like gets on her toes for a second. And yeah. they're all like, cool. I mean, I feel like I could put my point shoes on and do bar exercises, but mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be able to like do maybe, maybe a bore, but like, I just like, don't think I could do anything else. Like no pirouettes, no, yeah. maybe an arabesque. Like I just can't. I well, know it's such I can't. a different balance and strength yeah. to it. And it's also like my body... Mm-hmm. was shaped because of it now like I start like you know with my arches and mm-hmm. kind of like my tendons and stuff like I feel like that you know it's I'm have a you know my body works very well but like you know there's certain like brag yeah I know my body's great um but like you know I'm able to like walk and like <laughs> you know that kind of stuff um but oh, can we talk about yeah. um that scene speaking of ballerinas walking yeah the scene of all the ballerinas getting off of various modes of transportation uh, and entering into the academy yes because I really do love it. It's such a great opening. It, it's the perfect opening sequence to any ballet movie. So if you haven't seen it, which I'm sure you have. Yeah, why are you listening uh, to me? Yeah. Mom. <laughs> You've seen it, actually. What, um, is just having them all walk up, and they're all, like, so skinny, and they're dressed in, like, turn-of-the-century turn clothing, yeah. and they're all, they've got a, all got a slight turnout in their shoes, and it's just like them like walk, they're like fighting through buses yeah. and subways and, and it's stuff. And it's like pointing out that they have posture. It's the yeah. posture. It's like, look at everyone, look at all these other dumb fucks in New York. Yeah, like and schlubs. These fucking assholes. Ugh. And then like, look at this woman with posture. I feel like though that's like a constant thing I've seen in dance ballet, like documentaries that I've seen before. It's mm-hmm. like always like, look at this ballerina taking the subway. Like, right, yeah. Because there is that element where I'm like, oh, I'm assuming that they're getting like, car- you know, carried around via chariots and things right. like that. And yeah. then there's still like human beings that have to like cook and eat mm-hmm. and get stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they're living in, all of them live in beautiful, you know, <laughs> exposed brick <laughs> townhouses. <laughs> um. Oh, I do want to, because this was the first time I actually noticed this um, about Maureen, um, the prima ballerina that gives it all up for health. Um, Dumb health. When her, when she's like, she's puking and her, mm-hmm. her Columbia pre-med boyfriend, Jim, <laughs> hears her puking, but then it's like revealed that. Her, like their bathroom is like three stories up. <laughs> yeah. And so he like wakes up and he's like, where is she? And then like hears puke and like runs up to her and like, then they have like this fight. It's just like this idea. <laughs> Everyone can hear her puke apparently. It's yeah. just like, because that's not the first time he overhears her puking either. No. And I'm like, how? What are the pipes in this house? Not the pipes, but like the sound... What's soundproofing in this bathroom? Not that I'm encouraging bulimia and just saying. It's just this realism. Here's another thing on top of that. This guy's a Columbia med student. He owns a town. He lives in a townhouse in like Brooklyn. It is a beautiful townhouse. And and like, and that like then, you know, it's what the year 2000 probably was shot in 98, 99. Mm-hmm. Like even, it's bro- pre 9-11. It's, the I world know. house. It is pre 9-11. Yeah. But that Get in there. mind, Brooklyn, 
the houses were still probably very expensive. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And this douche is like living alone, studying medicine. Like, uh, with this upstairs bathroom. With this upstairs, like he had his. I feel like they were trying to imply that it was like some sort of dorm, but it was an insane dorm. Yeah. I did hear something about like New York in real life, like New York apartments are insanely small as Mm -hmm. we all know. But I think like for movies, like they can't shoot in in an apartment that is too small because the camera crew has to be there. (laughs) So it's like, like that's why like none of the New York, like any New York apartment that you see is not realistic because in a realistic New York apartment, like none of the crew could fit. They would like literally, like the camera would be like shoved up against their faces. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I felt like the only show that ever tried to do realistic apartments was girls. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. Like Marnie's apartment, I thought felt like you could tell how it felt like dingy enough or yeah. like, it was so large. It was still like, how are they affording this? Right. But not like, so how are they affording? It wasn't yes. like friends level of like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, that's like, not even a fucking real place. And yeah. then like one day they're just like, oh yeah, like my grandmother used to live here and that's enough. Yeah. Um, Cause like that's, I feel like there was that element where I'm like, I just want to, I just want a real New York apartment. Yeah. Like, cause I, I have this memory of like watching sex in the city and then like really late at night, like looking up New York real estate to be like, this is the life I have to have. I have mm-hmm. to, I have mm-hmm. to have an apartment in New York. And then I would like look up and see how much they were. And I'd be like, this is impossible. This is why would I assume I can have this? Yeah. Like, I used to think, you know what? When I grew up, I want to slum it like Carrie Bradshaw in New York. <laughs> I'll be okay just slumming it. Like, like her. I don't need anything big. Ugh, no. I just, just, all I need is an apartment like Carrie Bradshaw's <laughs> in New York City. I'll be happy with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> TV makes slumming it look fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um... I do want to talk about the Broadway dance uh, oh, class. Oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So this is when Jodie Sawyer, sick of ballet. Oh, I'm so sick of it. I mean, she's just left and right being criticized, oh, which cri- I get. She's... Her feet, her turnout. Her, terrible. She's not getting a chance to showcase herself. No. She yeah. goes to the Broadway Dance Center um, yeah. and takes this just sass city <laughs> dance class. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, I'm here for a sass class? <laughs> She's like, do you have any 5.30 classes? Not ballet. And also, yes, I, have a here, sassy okay, class. I actually do have a problem with this. Sure. So when they're warming up in the class, mm-hmm. there are scenes of someone eating a muffin. Yes. They're like coming in, drinking coffee. The class ends and he's like, have you had dinner? And she's like, yes. yes. And I'm like, what, time what is 5.30 is this? What time? I think about that all, I think about that all the time. Because when, when the guy, when the sexy guy with the bandana... Eats the muffin. I'm like, 5.30 a.m. Makes sense. Uh, but then when she get out, they're like, have you eaten dinner yet? And it's evening. And I'm yeah. like, I guess it's 7.30 at night. Yeah. I mean, I guess just someone's eating an off-time muffin. I know. Here's, here's what's... Yes. Here's a few things about this. One, you can't bring food into a studio. Yeah. That's like... Well, that's why this class is so, so risky. I feel like in the real... In that studio, I doubt 
you'd be like I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a sign that says please don't bring muffins into the studio we no know muffins. it was allowed in the movie but it was the movie don't bring muffins into I the think studio. someone is smoking in the, yeah, in the someone class is, someone is smoking in the hallway which I'm pretty sure was gone at that time yeah I don't think like I can totally see because like you know we did stuff at UCB but like you know backstage yes anyone can smoke a cigarette yeah. but like in the main hallway where like anyone can come up and you pay for things like no you can't smoke there you know like a full just like in class I don't know it's I feel like it was meant to showcase how casual the class was and how happy people were and they were like eating carbs yeah but it does always confuse me on what time it is because it does really imply that it's morning yes and here's the thing with Cooper he he asks Jody did you eat anything she he's like did you eat dinner yet she's like yes it's like, did you eat dessert? And she says no. And it's like, well, did Cooper is asking because, like, did he eat dinner yet? So this whole time, is he like starving? He just really wanted dinner. Or did, like, because like here's this guy, like, yeah, like he must be so hungry. <laughs> He's just so hungry. He's I so never hungry. thought about that. That he yeah. was like, I really want to eat dinner. Because you know how like sometimes when you're out with someone and it's like you didn't eat, but they said they're fine mm-hmm. and you kind of just like suck it up and then you like go home later and you just like eat so much because you're like, I'm fine too. <laughs> like, I feel like I do that a lot with um like end of meal, like going to the bathroom trips. Like mm-hmm. everyone will be like walking out and I'm like, I don't want to like pause people to like go to the bathroom and I'm like, it's fine. I'll just hold it. And then I like get in my car and then I realize that I have like a 50 minute drive like home <laughs> and I'm like, I already have to pee. So I just like come home just like, desperately needing to pee yeah it's exactly like yeah. that and yeah he's just starving this poor guy and then oh. he's like having a glass of wine on an empty stomach and then having sex on an empty stomach mm-hmm. which can that do I it can, actually that i can understand but like he's um, a ballet dancer he can do it it's so weird those bodies man they're so felt so wiry smelt. so it's so like yeah so it's like he he asks jody if she's had dinner yet mm-hmm Knowing she'd say no, he obviously like why? Ugh, never mind. He just wants to fuck her. Like that's my yeah, point. Yeah, he's a he fucking. Wants to fuck her. He's a sociopath. I don't think he knows that she says no. I think she like doesn't pick up. It's like the highlighting the innocence of Jody Sawyer. Right, but looking back at it in today's, you know, in in our society today versus what it was back then, what was Cooper getting at here? Like, did he? Is he, is this like, does he want to fuck her or like? He's a hundred percent. He wanted to fuck her. Yeah. If she had said he hadn't di- had dinner yet, uh, she, they would have like still drove to his apartment and he'd be like, I don't have food here either. That's so fucked up. Cause he, he's like, it does. He brings her back to his apartment yeah. o- over the allure of dessert. And then right. he's like, oh, I don't have any cookies. I guess we'll just fuck. <laughs> I mean, look, which yeah, I, would, I feel like I would be like, oh, excuse me. Let's go out and we'll get some ice cream. Yeah. You said dessert, asshole. I don't <laughs> I was, want wine. It was promised dessert. Yeah. And also like, first of all, <laughs> he's a ballet dancer and he's like, do you want to come back to my place for dessert? And she's like, okay, there's one of two things. You're either one of those guys who can ge- eat anything mm-hmm. and be okay. Or you're one of those guys who has no dessert. I don't want to take any chances. Let's go to yogurt land. <laughs> I do, I do feel like there's like a real. It's just like a real Americana innocence of Jodie Sawyer, even sure. in her name. 
Jody yeah, Sawyer. Sawyer. Like that's yeah. just it's so like all time American. Great, great, great grandma. Yeah. Yeah. And she's you know, she's playing the virgin in this movie. I know. But I just feel like now, like Cooper is so inappropriate. It bothers me so much because they have sex and then she like is like, hey, I'm still interested in you. And granted, I don't think her move of like bringing him dessert in front of his ex-wife yeah. or ex-girlfriend. I don't know if they were married mm-hmm. beforehand. Um, and like understanding that in the Academy, it was like against the rules to date. Ca- uh, like, yeah, I feel like there was like an element of like her being like, Hey, can I pull you aside for a second? Like there's no reason why she had to have that conversation in front of the other ballerina to be like mm-hmm. dessert for next time. Wink, yeah. wink. But I also am like, this is, like Cooper's such like an asshole dude. Yeah. Cause I'm like, he, he like, they have sex and then he never talks to her again about it. Exactly. And that's like what makes it so, and like he has sex, doesn't talk to her about it. Doesn't call her, doesn't Mm -mm. anything. And then she shows up at his weird toy soldier ballet. (laughs) And, and then they're like, Oh, she's really into you. And then he like leaves with another woman to be like, I'm not interested in you. And, and then, and then, but she's showing up to rehearsal every day for his show. Yeah. And it's like, what is he thinking? Like that's, that's like, what's so, and it's like, that's what's so bothersome. And that's why I think he's like a psychopath. Cause he's, it he feels like he, like, he's just like this, like, like villain in this movie mm-hmm. without any sort of like grounded, like, what is he thinking right now? He fucked this girl, only wanted to fuck her, yet he's he's also, like, using her talent for his show. Mm-hmm. And, like, having, not putting together that, like, well, I mean, not, like, not putting together what he's doing is bad. Yeah. You know? And, like, and, and yes, there are men like that, but then there's, like, not knowing what you're doing is bad or also, but not acknowledging what you're doing is bad. And he just doesn't know. His character comes across like he doesn't know. And, and that's in an idiot. theory, he is probably like 10 years older than Jodie Sawyer. Yeah. And so like he lacks all emotional maturity in that sense. Yeah. Of like he is slighted from this like love interest that, you know, Peter Gallagher gets the girl. Mm-hmm. He goes to London. He comes back. And then I'm like, you're just treating Jodie like she's a crazy like lovesick puppy and yeah. I'm like no she is being like led astray and then not getting any information whatsoever mm-hmm. so it's like she sleeps with this guy who pursues her mm-hmm. and then like tries to be like hey let's do it again and then he just like rebuffs her yeah and he does it in a way that like oh you should have known like, yeah you should have known I was like this and it's like that is such a common narrative that like I think like we all experience like women and men experience of like you should have known that guys are like this mm-hmm. or, like you should have known that this person of this status is like that but in this movie, I think that's what makes it feel so dated is that it's never questioned. Yeah. Like that kind of behavior is like, oh, yeah, there's just boys being boys. There's just guys, you know, whatever. And it's like, no, like that's like, none of us are saying that is bad. Cause like in today's climate, like he, like Jody would never have joined his 
you know, dance thing in the end, you know, yeah. like he would have been called out for, for his behavior. It well, is like I- an, ideally, you know, at the end when she's like, Oh, I'm going to join your company as a principal dancer. And then he like tries to kiss her and she's like, as just a dancer, not a boyfriend. And then she like moves away. That's like a slightly feminist act in that front. But like, yeah, there is that element where it's like, why would you sign up for like more of that? Yeah. Um, and also like on Cooper's front though, like why do you think she would be okay with you stroking her cheek and like leaning in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like leaning in for a kiss. Like, you know what you did. Like you, you, you come across as if you don't know what you did. And like, that's the yeah, thing. Like, that's yeah. bothersome. And even like before the dance number, they're like on like rocky terms. There's mm-hmm. just like, at no point does he talk to her. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah. just give her a heads up. Like, I just feel like she is like, I'm not going to give her any information. And then when she acts based on the information that she has, uh, I'm going to like think of her as crazy. You know, exactly. it's like, it's gaslighting. And, yeah. It, and he could even like, it, it's not even the fact like this, I'm not, you know, excusing him for his behavior, but even saying something along the lines of like, Hey, it's not what it is. I'm busy. You know, like some mm-hmm. sort of like, even if it was a douchebag excuse, that would still ground his character more than like, Da, 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 you know, like, but then he choreographs the most feminist dance number possible. Exactly, and then yeah, he he comes up with this, and this then he tells ballet. Jody Sawyer's story. He comes up with this ballet that basically is Jody's story. It puts him, he's playing himself, who is a douchebag in this ballet. He's playing a villain. He's in, playing a villain in the ballet. He choreographed a, a story of his love triangle where he is a villain. Yeah, and doesn't realize that the character he play, is playing, that he wrote, is him yeah. in real life. Again, psychopath. <laughs> That is a psychopath. I don't know what the definition of a psychopath is, but I'm pretty sure that is it. It's definitely that. And I <laughs> I do enjoy, and this is something where because he's like the last minute understudy, although like the, the production seems like you're like, how could this any mm-hmm. be anyone else? And so it, so Eric O is um has been uh injured. Um but I do try to <laughs> think of that dance number with Erico, uh, I forget his last name. Jones. Uh, Erico Jones. Was it Jones? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Who cares? It's just Eric. Oh, we goes yeah. Like, Oprah. Because of Oprah. Um, it's just like I cannot imagine him pulling off that that yeah. number. I want to see yeah. it. I mean, it's just so bonkers that he, if he was originally Cooper Nielsen's thing, we didn't see one scene with him freaking out, being like. I were I have to learn how to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> like I learned, I like studied every fucking day of my life to become a ballet dancer. I worked so hard to get here, and after everything I need to learn and do, I have to now for this one student show learn how to ride right. a fucking motorcycle and legit ride it around the stage. And not just ride it around the stage, but also like do like a fla- like what does he do like that like oh, the Dance move that on. dance move off of it, and then right, and then also write it with another person behind mm-hmm. you. Like that's horrifying. And like how? Okay, okay. <laughs> so if they were, if, if if Eric was supposed to be riding, practicing riding the motorcycle, that means that they would have had to in real life get that motorcycle into the dance studio. Mm-hmm. They had to practice with that motorcycle. Where did they practice that? I don't know. 
it's just it's it's only <laughs> in the performance. This drives me nuts. Um, Do you I, think if it was Eric, he would just be a tricycle? And so then, like <laughs> Cooper Nielsen's, like, well, listen, I'm coming in. I know how to ride a bike, so let's get this. I imagine with Eric, it's just like a cardboard version of it, where he's just like trotting along, yeah. with it, and he's like vroom vroom. It's, it's like, like two like, other dancers like pretending to be wheels. <laughs> Um, it's, yeah, it's just like, it's insane to think that Eric was supposed to dance that number. I know. Um, I also really do love Jodie Sawyer's parents, um, showing up at the end because Mm -hmm. like they show up at the end and she's like, I can't believe you made it. And I'm like, have you literally not talked to them for a year? I know. Uh, and they're like, of course we wouldn't miss it. And then she like runs off and they're like, we'll see you back at the dorm. And they're like back at the dorm. And I'm like, did you not make any plans with your parents? I know. And it's like. Your parents weren't like, hey, we're flying in. From Indiana. We have dinner reservations at so-and-so at 7, so we'll see your show, and then we'll go get dinner. Mm -hmm. She's just going off. Uh, I feel like if I deal with my parents at any time, it's like a complicated logistical nightmare. Absolutely, yeah. They would never just be like, we'll see you back at the dorm. It's like, so, yeah. My parents would be like, we're going to go to a hotel, like, join us. We're not going like, to wait at your dorm. <laughs> I just, it's funny that they, like, bring them back at the end, because I feel like if they didn't come back, I wouldn't care. Like, I forgot she had parents. Well, you know what I mean. Exactly. Like, like she like, doesn't, because yeah. at the beginning, they're like, I didn't want this, and then they're like, great. And she's like, great. And then they're, I, maybe it's just that mm-hmm. they're nervous for her at the beginning, and they're happy yeah. for her at the end, so it's like. Well, what's Success. weird is that, like, the fact that, like, she does, it doesn't seem like she's ever called her parents from when she started to this point, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, if she, like, talked to her parents and they're like, how are things going? She's not like, it's kind of hard or I'm doing fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, and they're not like, oh, it sounded like, you know, things were hard, but you were so great. Or it sounded like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it just seemed like they, they did not talk. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think they talked once. The, that, which isn't realistic. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, I do also, um, I do want to know what they're all like studying while they're there. Cause like they're clearly yes. in some sort of academic school too. Cause like some of them have been like Maureen's been there since she was eight years old. So like yeah. she, there was probably some sort of schooling there, but like at times they're just like, I'm going to the library and I'm like, what are you learning? Yeah, like, what library? Like, are there afternoon classes? Are yeah. You, but it seems like all of them are college age, too. So I'm like, I sort of get the sense that they're all, like, done with high school. And That's like, what I thought. So yeah. aren't they just dancing at this point? Like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, there are I just mean, times when, like, people are writing shit. And I'm like, what yeah, are you doing? what's that notebook? Yeah, yeah I don't it's I think it's just the Maureen when she like grabs a notebook and she's like I'll be in the library and I'm like what is the library maybe there just is a library like maybe it's like a library of like you know microfiche of like dance dance stories performances or something something. yeah I mean I imagine that there's a library I just I'm like why does everyone have notebooks right now what are you all writing it's just there's like an element where it's like oh she just has to leave yeah she has to be doing something in the room right but she can't say I'm going to go to the vending machine. That'd be ridiculous. Oh, God, no. She can't eat. She can't eat. I mean, maybe she could just go and, like, stare at it or, yeah. like, just 
put money in it I know, for fun. Just like watch food fall and then <laughs> run away. Sorry, that's mean. It's mean. Poor performing. Mm. Um, yeah. I, if anything, I feel like she gets the best ending of the bunch. Yeah, she like finally, like she finally gets. She's finally herself. She's finally free. She's like talking to friends. Yeah. In a college. She's finally like living a normal life. I think that's what she always wanted. Exactly. Her mom. Didn't have the feet. No. Her but mom. she doesn't have the heart. I know. Deborah Monk is so good. She's very good. She's so good. She's. That, that confrontation between them, and I said this while we were watching it, I still think might be the best moment of acting in the movie. Oh my God. It's the only moment of acting. <laughs> no, it is the best moment of acting. Gallagher is working in his 24 hours on yeah. set. <laughs> I mean, Zoe Saldana is good. They're all good. They're all good. But that was like a, that was the, that sequence of like, um, her getting up in the middle of, of, um, the ballet when she realizes Maureen isn't here and you have like the swell of the music and you have like the pan of her, like being like, excuse me, excuse me. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, coming out to see Maureen waiting there. I mean, it is fabulous. It's really well done filmmaking. Yeah. And then you have like this great scene with Susan May Pratt, I think, and Deborah Monk. Um, and like, they're the two actors, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was great. Yeah. They really pull it off. Yeah. It's just, you know what? I just, uh, I was thinking during that scene, I was thinking, you know what this does, this movie does in tenfold passes the Bechdel test. Fuck yeah, it does. Like so much Bechdel test passing. It passes that Bechdel test. So many named female characters. Mm -hmm. They're talking about dance. They're talking about food. They're talking about. Like dance salsa and salsa, <laughs> more and like, dancing and, and like why their bodies are broken mm-hmm. and it's so great. Uh, so still not a healthy feminist message, but I know passes the Bechdel test. Yeah, that's which is a low bar that so many movies fail to do. So yeah, at least it has that. Yeah, <laughs> like center stage. At least it passes <laughs> the Bechdel test. There's so many movies like this. Like at least it passes the Bechdel test. Hey, the bar, the lowest bar possible, yeah. it passes. There's, I mean, there are female on female softcore porn that passes the Bechdel test, but you know, fair. Yeah. I'm assuming I don't I really mean, watch it, but I'm sure there is. I mean, I I'm is. sure they name each other at the beginning. Yeah, and maybe talk about something. Yeah, uh, it's just. I mean, the Bechdel test is hilarious because it's such a low bar, and it and so many movies fail it. Yeah. Um. So like this passing, yeah, it's not like a element of like this is being a quality feminist no. film, but but like I was thinking about it. Side note, I was watching Jessica Jones on. Netflix and I'm like this is a really feminist friendly show and in the first season I was like but I don't think any of the scenes pass the Bechdel test because it is two women they're both named but they're talking about how to take down this one guy Mm -hmm. and it was like okay I guess technically that wouldn't pass but then I'm like but this show is still empowering you know like well and yeah I mean it's why the Bechdel test isn't like the be all exactly. end all yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. It's just like a, it's it's a good test though. It's a good test because I think it's so simple mm-hmm. and like so many movies fail it that like once you start paying attention to it, you're like, oh, that's like so messed up. Yes, in yeah, that yeah. way where you're like, oh, you can't even get like two named female characters mm-hmm. talking about anything else. Um, and so when it does pass, I'm like, okay, that's impressive 
in in this like sure the lowest bar possible exactly and like listen it's like the first round of limbo where you can just walk under (laughs) it and so many people are failing right (laughs) baby steps baby steps yeah they're like just bend your just duck your neck and they're like nope you know smash on through (laughs) fuck limbo gosh gosh um Um, how long have we been talking i just I mean, forever. We are Should we keep going? An hour and thirty-seven minutes. Do <laughs> <laughs> ah, we keep going? Do we keep going? <laughs> oh Let's my keep god! Going. Should we keep talking? And make it to two hours? Uh, I could literally talk about this for two more hours i mean i could talk about it for two more hours but what are you okay let's let's check in with each other okay what are you feeling just in general or like yeah, well, how are you doing well, <laughs> well like i mean center stage is probably my favorite movie i love all dance yeah. things i'm very excited for us to explore this dance world I together i'm so excited i'm just so excited to like watch all of these dance things again i just want to watch ballet again and again i just and see shows that i've never seen before yes. and and center stage three um so <laughs> so excited i'm just so happy i mean i'm i'm learning how to talk about it on just as taking this visual medium of dance and and discussing mm-hmm. it and breaking yeah. it down how are you feeling i'm feeling fabulous like i'm feeling so great like i just feel like it's nice to find like i think you and i have such a similar background of like loving dance taking dance watching dance Mm -hmm. doing improv like it was just like (laughs) well and this was a discovery that we found on your podcast podcast. uh too stupid to live Mm -hmm. uh which is a fantastic podcast check it out If you have listened to all of this and that. I'm going to keep listening to this voice. (laughs) Um, But like, yeah, that was like such a fun discovery. It was. Yeah. And I think like that's, and that's what this will be. Yes. It's a discovery. And point shoes. On point. This going um, on point. Oh, I feel great. I feel like we shouldn't take this to two hours. No, we shouldn't take this to two hours. We're at around at one forty. Okay, I feel like this is exactly the length of Center Stage the movie. We talked longer than Center Stage the movie. We definitely talked like twice as long as Center Stage three. So. <laughs> All right. I guess we should right. take our curtain call. And All sign right. Off. Bye. Bye. <laughs>